1: And retired in 2016. He began his career with the Philadelphia Eagles, oh, Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles, and also played for the Carolina Panthers and the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, he got two teams in the in the playoffs, working working some magic right here. Now he is a business owner, motivational speaker, and football analyst. I like all three of those right there: business owner, motivational speaker, and football analyst. All, that's, all that, all I love, all that. As a business owner, he oversees Launch Trampoline Park in uh, Deptford, New Jersey. The park has a ninja obstacle course, rock climbing, indoor playground, trampoline activities, laser tag, and act- active arcade games. He plans to open multiple parks throughout the Philadelphia area and Launch uh, Launch Delray, Launch it's called Launch Delray, New Jersey and is currently under construction. Please welcome the money-making conversation. I'm gonna call him a friend. He's a motivational. He's a business owner, and guess what? He's a football analyst, Jason Avant.
2: <laughs> Yo, Rashawn, how you doing, bud? How's everything going? Well,
1: first of all, you know, you uh, you, you know, you you've been out ten years, man. I, yep. I I would tell people about this about about football players, professional professional football players. That's something I cannot do, man. I, I look at y'all, <laughs> man. I go, Well, here's the here's the, here's the deal. You run in, in one direction, then somebody say, Guess what? I'ma run the same opposite direction just as fast. At you.
2: At yeah. you. Yeah.
1: And then you but then it. you don't slow down though. Really? Really?
2: No. You that- You've learned, you've learned, Rashawn over over the years that, that 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 flight, that that fear, that fear um, thing in your brain there that that, that kind of tells you to run. You kind of sear that part, and you just keep going full speed. It's just a, it's a trained behavior over over a period of time. You just uh, that type of fear doesn't doesn't bother you anymore.
1: And, that, that, <laughs> and that's, that's a blessing though, because of the fact that you know you take that same fear or lack of fear, and and, and you turned it into your Non-football playing life, correct?
2: Yes, yes, yep. So um, I, what what happened was, is that I'm right around my seventh year, no, sixth year. Um, I'm I'm sitting in the locker room, and uh, before you know it, like a lot of my friends are just like leaving, like left going right. I see Donovan McNabb um, get released. Brian Dawkins, a bunch of guys that are that'll be in the Hall of Fame one day and I'm mm-hmm. looking around like, man, I, I don't know any of these guys. My locker mates changing every two days. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's the nature of the beast. The average career is like two and a half years. Mm-hmm. So um guys are in and out of the locker room and I said, you know what? Football means uh National Football League not for long. So I gotta get <laughs> get this thing get this thing together. And um, I went back to University of Michigan, um, took um uh Boot camps. Um, there about um, franchising and also startups, mm-hmm. and, uh, and 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 continue my education there. And before you know it, I began to look into family entertainment centers. Mm -hmm. And uh, while I was playing, I didn't wait till I was done. While I was playing in the off seasons, I would just go and shadow the general manager, Mm -hmm. figure out how to do scheduling, figure out how to work birthday parties, figure out how to do inventory, different things like that, just Mm -hmm. to broaden my understanding of the business. And Mm -hmm. before you know it, I began to fall in love with being around the kids and also the, the idea of bringing entertaining fitness to kids, something that will not only... Um, you know, help you to make money, but it's actually a value there because kids are so inundated with social media, video games, and everything Mm -hmm, else, mm -hmm. and they don't get a chance to go outside like we did. So I could bring activity to them in a fun manner, in a safe place with the trampoline park, and I thought that was a great um, business move for me personally, wanting to be around kids, but also um, a chance to further um, myself as a person um, with opening up a business.
1: Now, when I hear this description, I'm ass- am, I- am I assuming that it's indoors or it's outdoors?
2: Yeah, yeah. So so basically, yeah. So it's it's an indoor. So we do it's indoor family entertainment. So um, it's indoor. We have 35,000 square foot mm. of, of indoor spaces in a retail shopping center right next to Hobby Lobby, right next to Olive Garden, those things. So it's, it's basically Dave and Buster's, but active. So we do a little bit of arcades. We do laser tag for people that may not have the ability to be active, but you have wall-to-wall trampolines. You can do American Ninja Warrior. You can do rock climbing. You can do a bunch of things that will – um, keep you uh, in shape, and kids um, won't even know that they're working out because they're having so much fun. We do uh, uh, dunking on on basketball goals off <laughs> trampolines. We mm-hmm. do dodgeball like we had in grade school, but it's but it's on trampolines, so it's a, a fun experience for kids.
1: Now, here's the great part about it, because you went to you went to uh, Michigan. Got got, mm-hmm. to, got to the the number one thing they say about opening the business is parking. You gotta have parking space, and you gotta put yourself in a position where, where, where traffic sees you that you're not paying for. So when I hear, yeah. you can talk about that. Tell tell my audience why that's so important.
2: Oh yeah, um, you, you want to be visible. So that's the thing. Like, and you want to. Uh, our our business is a destination business. So a lot of people are looking for family um, or kids activities, but. You never know how many people are going past, you know, Olive Garden on a weekend. Like we have the number two Olive Garden in the country, so we just have a lot of eyes on our business. <laughs> there, people, oh, I didn't know that was there, um, and, and or they're going to Burlington co and say, oh, what's that place at the end of the corner? So you want to be seen because. That traffic is just automatic marketing for you, and, mm-hmm. and before you know it, someone pops in your door. They ask for information. Before you know, it, you have a birthday party pick. Um, and in our business, parking is key because it's it, it, like you, and, and, it's, and it's in most, it's in most um, towns. Um, you know, uh, laws and in and, and, and their zoning that you have to have a certain amount of parking spaces per um, the size of your business. So um, you want to have people to have direct access to your business because uh, you don't want them to go to a competitor because it's a more convenient spot. And, um, and, and, and being in a retail shopping center is, is ideal for us. Um, moms feel safer dropping their kids off Rather than an industrial park or somewhere else that's that's not on a uh, on the beaten, uh, I mean that's off the beaten tra- uh, trail.
1: That's important. I'm, I'm talking to uh, Jason Avant. He played ten years in the NFL, and about that sixth year, he realized that uh, he needed to have a plan, an exit plan for him. And and in doing so, he uh, re-educated himself, uh, extended his education beyond past what he knew. It wasn't about yeah. having money in the bank. It was about what no. do I do when I retire? And in doing so, he's launched a, uh, I like to say this was this very kid friendly, physical, mm-hmm. fun.
2: Correct? Yeah. Exactly. So, yep. And, and that's the thing. Like, you, like, uh, uh, the thing about it is money, money has wings and that it, it'll fly away fast, right? So, mm-hmm. if you're just, no matter how much money you accumulate, if you don't have a plan on how to make more money, and or preserve the money that you have, it'll be going like that. And I knew that God blessed me with a gift and ability and a lot of hard work in order to make it to the National Football League, but I, did, I didn't want that to be the end for me. And, and I'm always reaching. I'm always trying to attain. I'm always trying to get better. Then I thought that one of the things that I can do in order to get better is to put my money to good use. And first of all, educate myself, working in the parks, mm-hmm. go back to school. Um, I, I graduated from the University of Michigan, uh, uh, you know, before I played in the NFL, um, but I wanted to work in the park to see if I liked it. Right. And that was the biggest thing. I right. just didn't do something. I went to see if I liked it first. And yeah. when I found out that I really liked it and loved it, that's when
1: I started to really pursue it. Hey, Jason, uh, uh, thank you. Uh, We're going to be right back with more because I want to hear about the motivational speaker side because uh, that's important because he's articulate. He has a story to tell, and we want to learn more about him. Where we can catch him online. Jason Navant. He's flying high because the Eagles are flying high. More Money Making Conversations. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald. I'm talking to Jason Avant, um, University of Michigan grad. Wide receiver, played 10 years, ducking and dodging. But that six-year mark, you know, he decided, hey, there's some people disappearing in his locker room and, I, and without a plan. And guess what? He decided to formulate his own plan. And I always tell people this all the time, Jason, is that uh, make your own decision and don't allow people to make decisions for you. Because when you get there, and I tell this to a lot of people, anybody who's ever gotten fired or terminated for a job, they always knew they were going to get fired. They were just waiting for you to make that decision. So, mm. And so when I, when I, when I listen, look at your resume and your bio, it was just talking about motivation. And when I see, you know, they say you said you had spoken to the Philadelphia 76ers, the Philadelphia Eagles, the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, you're talking to people with a lot of money. Who may yeah. not know what to do with that money, but there's a lot of arrogance about their level of success at that point. Yeah. What, 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 what's your goals when you when you walk in the room to try? What what, what are you trying to mo- motivate them about? These high profile well, athletes? The first,
2: well, the first thing is is that with any audience, when you're trying to motivate them, is that you're trying to identify. So you're trying to identify with them, and create a space where. receive information from you all right so you have to either bring yourself to them in some type of way and the way that i do that with a lot of the athletes the athletes is the easiest way to get because i am an athlete but a lot of us come from broken homes a lot of us come from uh areas that are inner city and what i do is i start off with a story to let them know that i'm coming from majority of the guys in this room you know the 75 80 percent I'm coming from the same space as you. Mm-hmm. I come from the south side of Chicago. I grew up with gangs. I grew up around drugs. I grew up around a bunch of different things. And I share this story of how my grandmother and my coaches and how people around me got me out of gangs, got me out of the streets, got me out of, you know, a bad mindset. And automatically that's instant credibility with them, Right. And it gives me a space to talk about the things that I've, I want to speak about then. But I have to make that connection first. And I think all too many times, no matter who you are, even if your story is different, I think the first key in any motivational speaking is to try to make a connection with them in some type of manner so they can receive information from you. It's basically like breaking up the ground before the seed is planted. And that's how you have to approach any motivational speaking. Find out the area that you can connect with them, so they can open up themselves, so you can receive, so you can deliver the message that you're trying to disseminate.
1: That's important because uh, that's I, that's how I try to do on my show. Is that you know my my, my breaking ground with you is to let you know that I can't do what you do. You know, and yeah. I, and, and and that's important because it, it 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 humbles me, and it also gives you respect. Because of the fact that, yeah. that and, and and a lot of things that I and I, I use the word humble because to go back to school and continue education, a lot of people will see that as a failure. You saw that as an asset. So yeah. when you made that decision to continue your education, how did the people around you react? Oh, hey man, you hey man, don't you got money? What do what, you know? You know, a lot of people have a lot. I remember when I left IBM to to, to pursue a career as a stand-up comedian. Man, it was so many people looking at me like I was crazy. Wow! You, wow. Well, you going to tell jokes where? Where? Well, how you gonna tell that? And, and you know, honestly, I couldn't tell them how I was gonna make money. I just knew I was gonna make money. So you wow. are a very confident person, correct, Jason?
2: Yes. Yes. <laughs> I love and, it. And, you, <laughs> and you and you have to and you have to and you have to be because what I've learned is is that the the person that you have to Um, you have to, you can't lie to the person that you look in the mirror at night and you have to do what your, the heart, the heart desire is, right? Because it's too hard in this life to try to fake it, to try to impress people, whatever is in your heart, whatever is burning, whatever's that purpose, whatever that, that desire is in your heart, you have to satisfy that yearning and that desire. So if that means for me, listen, in order for me to feel confident, in order for me to feel, um, you know, uh, capable and uh, to, to, to feel like I, I, I can run this business, me getting the education. See, a lot of times people want to throw money at it. Money is not always the answer. The answer when you have, when you have a, a few dollars is to get the education. It's not necessarily about the degree. It's about the information, and that's when education is the most important. When it's not about, okay, me getting the, the, the job raised, it's about learning the information because if I can learn the information, I can apply it and use it in certain areas that money will try to chase me down and jump in my pocket.
1: Wow. Now, let's go back to your, um, your, 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 your business because, mm-hmm. you, because I love the whole thing about uh, being an entrepreneur. You know, you know. I always tell people uh, working a normal job has really prepared you for being an entrepreneur. They're t- they teaching you a discipline of being on time, they're they teaching you the rules, they're teaching you how to work with other people. And a lot of people don't understand that. You talked about, okay, I didn't know that, so you shadowed people who had businesses. Mm-hmm. So you, 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 you do a lot of bad. I, I want people to really hear your story because you casually talk about these things, but you're doing all the important little things that make people successful. If you don't know, you go hang out around people who do know. If you feel you need to be educated, you, break, you set aside a time to be reeducated. You don't mind reinventing yourself. You don't mind letting people think that, uh, ignore the fact that my, I don't have a flaw. I just want to get better. And a lot of people use excuses to educate themselves or reinvent themselves as a sign of failure. You just say, hey, man, I got to do what I got to do to get to my dreams. And my dreams are tied to me uh, shadowing people who know more than me by uh, educating myself more, by uh, allowing people, being in business with people who assist me and allowing me to be successful all those points mm-hmm. are very important and plus you even more smarter as you you, you your intelligence even more because you stay on the air in the Philadelphia yeah. area yeah yeah so and
2: <laughs> and I and I, and I, and, I and I appreciate that and and the thing of and the thing about it is is that and that comes from God I can't do anything about that that's me and my relationship with God We're trying to be humble yes, and trying my best to be because the thing about it is no matter what field you are you're in if you're switching fields or you're trying to reinvent yourself, the biggest, the, the biggest mistake you can make is I know, right? Mm-hmm. I know it already. And mm-hmm. this is this generation at times is that I, I know everything before. Like, I don't know anything. I didn't know anything about family entertainment. I thought I knew, I thought I could recognize the business and all and, and, oh, it can be successful here. But I didn't know the nuances of it. I didn't know payroll. I didn't know scheduling. I didn't know um, OSHA standards for employees. I didn't know any of this information. And that's the, that was the place that I found out that, that it would be more successful if I would, if I would acknowledge the fact that I didn't know. So when I came in to a person that had a business, I came in with that approach. Hey, You know what? My name is Jason, or what have you, and uh, and and you don't you don't know who I am. Uh, Maybe or maybe you know me from the Eagles. But can you give me an opportunity to shout at you and learn what you know? Mm -hmm. And that approach got me in more doors than me coming in with the brazen attitude of of arrogance.
1: I I love that. I know we got a few minutes left, but I got to go back to these these kid birthday parties. These lo- large amounts of kids, how do you handle, how does your business handle that? And when when it's 30, 40 kids, they coming in, how did, cause you know, it has to be a degree of security to make sure that yep. their kid doesn't get, walk out the front door with some crazy person mm-hmm. and make sure that yep. the kid stays in. There. How does that whole setup work for you at your facility?
2: Well, yeah, so we have, so, so 30 or 40, we would we, like, yeah, so we, we, have, we have up to, so in our, on our POS system, it's a jump tracker. So on our jump tracker, we can have up to 200 jumpers an hour. Okay, and on that jump tracker, every time someone purchases a ticket, it gets um, subtracted from that jump tracker. Mm -hmm. So we're able to limit how many people are in the building, and we understand because we give them wristbands, and we give the parents wristbands that are coinciding with their kids to recognize, okay, which kid is with who. Um, So that's how that process goes. And also we have people at our front door. We have um, a bunch of different measures to try to keep the kids safe. Um, but and also to keep them safe on the trampolines, um, because if a kid isn't doing the right things at the wrong time, you can get hurt because there's so many people in your, biz, your in, in your in your building. So we're trying to shuffle them through, um, but within reason. So we have different courts um, set up and different court monitors there to, 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 to watch it. And um, But it's all set up in our POS system. It's really not that hard to mm-hmm. recognize who's in there, who's in the building. And we also have security. We also have um, our staff there as well.
1: My oh, man, let everybody know how they can reach your place. Find it on the website so we can uh, – and plus I'm going uh, to get some banners. I, I do this feature call on my social media called Entrepreneur of the Week. I want to feature your yeah. business and you and make it a click-through to your website. Just spreading the word. So how can we reach you? Yeah.
2: Yep. So so we're so we're it's it's launchtrampolinepark dot com. It's also launch Deptford D E P is in Paul T F O R D dot com. I'm actually opening up two more stores. One to be open um, at, by the end of this month um, in Delran, New Jersey. So that's launchdelran.com, dot com D E L R A N. So, but if you put in launch trampoline park, you're going to see um uh, you know pictures of 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 myself or in in our business um but yeah and you also can look at me at um jay underscore um avant 81 on um on social media twitter and instagram and i mean you can see all of the things that that we're doing in the community um here in the local philadelphia area we do a bunch of, of things for for kids in the community as well so um, we, it, It's a fun time. It's a fun time to be, be in the Philadelphia area, fun time to own a business, and fun time to be a good person.
1: Thank you, Jason. We'll stay in touch, okay? This money making right, conversation.
2: Thanks, lot, you, You're the best.
1: I appreciate Another winning conversation with our entrepreneur of the week, Jason Avon, doing his thing in the New Jersey
0: area. Go, Eagles.